0: Trigger on Welcome D-Roll to the Duckface Diaries. We are a World Trigger read-through podcast aiming to discuss the World Trigger manga volume by volume. I'm Wednesday Dale Cheddar.
1: And I'm Hoven with an 8th, this month with an 8th, it, I said it again,
0: um... <laughs> I am once again Hoven with an 8th!
1: <laughs> there's, there's an 8th more Hoven in this podcast, um, and uh, this month we'll be looking at another section of the Border Briefing File Databook, which includes the C-Ranks and the
0: Border Development section. I, I do love the fact that ah, oh, if only Grail was on this recording, but because then then you could be Hoven the Eighth and Grail Nine. Have, <laughs> that, that would be perfect. All right. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to take a look at the border development section to brush up on all the elements that make up uh, the world and the power system of the series. So, yeah, if you find yourself a bit confused by all the different weapons side effects and um, so on, this is the section for you. Hmm. Yeah. Before that, we'll start a few pages earlier, the tail end of the agents section, uh, with the border service regulations, Uh, so this page gets across all the rules, the three rules border agents must go by. Uh, First of all, it is forbidden uh, to use triggers on the general public, which is bullshit, because, uh, like, uh, Miwa just gunned Yuma down the moment he thought uh, he was a neighbour, which wasn't confirmed, in fact. Also, I thought that Trine weapons don't hurt non-Trine bodies. And then it is forbidden for border agents to fight amongst themselves. Then it is forbidden to hand over triggers to civilians. Uh, And, of course, they forgot the rule number four, no decking the PR director in the face like Kagura did.
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, this definitely it emphasizes how out of line Jin fighting back against Kido's squads were when they tried to capture Yuma, and also Hatahara is in really really deep
0: shit. Yeah, uh, it's it's no wonder that they like uh, demoted like the like the first ranked shooter for this. Hmm. So then we go to Izaho, Izaho Natsume, the most prominent C rank. Do you have any notes on her?
1: I mean, good lord! She has more total points than Osamu.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor boy. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize. Yeah, that uh, that that makes her quite a good candidate for. I guess spoilers. Probably any anyone like listening to these knows all the spoiler, spoilers already. Uh, it makes a g- good candidate for Akane's replacement in Nasa Squad. I forgot when, uh, when Izaho actually got the evil kitty from Eftokra but it must have been during the invasion, I guess.
1: I hope it remains her companion when she advances the ranks. Like, maybe it could have become, like, a Beastmaster Ranger companion or something. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, it distracts the enemy and allows her to get a really good shot in or something. <laughs> uh,
0: that's the thing. Like, in the battles, I- I- is she going to have it uh, still on him? Uh, are they going to make a specific Tryon body for this cat?
1: give it like scorpion for the cat claws like like with allison in uh, in the last episode <laughs> of the volumes we did
0: <laughs> amazing
1: it seems that her attack and range are equal which i guess might imply a melee focus like maybe she kind of is is evenly trained in both and is kind of a bit more me- a bit more focused on melee combat than most snipers might be
0: no i guess uh i guess attack is like uh power in general so so it also works in with uh, an egret, And, mm. uh, like, egret is, uh, is very focused on range, so uh, I guess that makes sense. All right. So do you have any notes on Coda's squad? Sao Tome
1: really has nothing to set him apart from Coda skills-wise, does, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> I do love how much this entry bends over backwards to try and make these guys look impressive, <laughs> <laughs> uh, while also not succeeding in the slightest. There's nine formations are simultaneous attack, one is retreat
0: Oh <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, um uh, they do actually have decent stats uh, that's the thing like, like i uh, that's quite surprising i I love how the like the special tactics stat specifically is three, uh, which is more than most regular agents apart from trappers, uh, just because of the fucking useless formations. <laughs> I didn't know that that you can only register as a squad when you re- reach B rank. It doesn't really say so I've tried, but uh, otherwise it would have uh, they would have done so already, right? E- yeah. No, probably. Okay. Done done with Koda uh, squad?
1: Yep. For Yotaru, uh we we've got yet another non <laughs> this is like a non agent character who has more Trion than Osamu. <laughs> I guess that's pretty normal for, like, a person who just hasn't had a chance to even do anything of order, so, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, especially since, like, young children, definitely, I, I guess, most already uh, have high trions so, so as to, uh, yeah, and, and can even develop it further.
1: Hmm, I like how the whole section here changes to first person.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah uh, uh this kind of implies that that, that that like uh yotaro yotaro is the uh, the author of border briefing file this this, this fucking five-year-old is a prodigy and uh, with mad <laughs> adobe illustrator skills too
1: see no the impression i get is that he just used rindo's computer to add this in or something because you even get the paddle at the bottom where he's being scolded <laughs> for what he's
0: done um I didn't know that, that he actually does have the uh, uh that he actually does have the side effect but but uh, like a later page seems to does uh, do imply that he does so I guess I must have missed that.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't realize it was an actual side effect either. Um it would be cool if one day he got in the same squad as Natsume and was able to communicate with our cat. Uh it could lead to her being an even more effective <laughs> beastmaster
0: sniper. <laughs> So, uh, Yotaro's high trion isn't surprising for me in the slightest. Uh, his command being the same as fucking Yuma's is. <laughs> uh, I guess it makes sense of like, for spoilery reasons, first of all, but also for being, uh, like, a fucking five-year-old who adults actually listen to sometimes as well.
1: <laughs> At first, I thought Huss was Yotaro's childish misspelling of Hughes, but no, it's just this translation.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I do love Occupation Child. Professional Child. Uh, occupation yeah <laughs> professional child uh, uh also yeah um it, it, as you said it, it's ironically funny like like in uh, in the b-rank uh section when they try to build up osama uh, like uh, this hero of border uh, mm. but in, it's intentionally here there is so when they try to do the same with yotaro Otero. <laughs> border secret le- weapon tamakoma sleeping lion <laughs> uh
1: you know, I, I I shouldn't I shouldn't have like studied this while in the middle of planning D&D characters um, like progressions because I've got so many notes along the lines of riding Majimaru adds to movement speed greatly but adds requires a low DC Constitution stage sa- save to avoid falling asleep.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so then we move on to the border parameter rankings, which that's a lot of numbers. A bunch of interesting ones though. Uh, I didn't know that, uh, Kage, uh, was the four, uh, like, the fourth rank in attack, uh, in the (sighs) attack parameter. Um, I wonder which rank attacker he would be in the current rankings. Uh, I I imagine maybe his penalties may come into play here. Uh, I don't know if this was, like, the part of his punishment for decking Natsuki in the face.
1: Yeah, there's also Rindo having big tree on energy is pretty interesting. And uh Ninemere is the only shooter in the top five of attack. It's I think that's probably one of the rare cases of the Trion levels compensating so much for a ranged triggers natural weakness of like raw attack power over melee triggers.
0: Yeah, yeah, d- definitely definitely we're, uh, we're, we do uh, get some focus on on that in the in the next section. So, Azuma and Shinoda tie for command. Uh, I didn't expect Azuma to, like, com- command the same uh, respect from the agents as, as, like, the commander of the whole... Well, not commander, uh, board of director, like, of, of the whole base.
1: And many others of the same rank for a bunch of the categories suggest to me that the bottom spot of each of those particular lists aren't pat- very noteworthy. Mm. There's maybe, like, a close competition and that they're not, like, that outstanding.
0: Mm. Uh, I guess the, the Shinoda Azuma and and they had a bunch of Shinodas and Azumas in Ish. in the uh in the ranking rankings already. So 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 they kind of just want to copy copy that. Mm. So Yuma's abilities are v- very uh, like so understated these days that I keep forgetting that, that oh yeah he's a speed expert and and like he's number two in border that at this point. <laughs> Rice on a cracker
1: yeah what was it so yeah for um for mobility i think similar to uh defense support there's there's three it's quite competitive with three very clear contenders for second place um konami placing is interesting uh the mobility isn't as spotlighted in her fighting style as much as the others in our top four in the top four i don't think but it does kind of add up when you factor in something that we'll get to later because she's got we've got her entry an entry on her weapon on her trigger a bit later
0: yeah and and she's very, very acrobatic in general uh, special tactics fucking special tactics it's just such an arbitrary <laughs> sad it's just to make the trappers feel better i don't <laughs> think it's just a, to, to make hikuchihara feel better but let's be honest no, nothing will <laughs>
1: uh, in terms of skill narasaka and hanzaki seem like the clear kind of dark horses here they're like the less pronounced characters that are ranking pretty damn well and then it's kind of interesting that range very much coincides with skill. Uh, I guess it's like, for a good sniper or gunner, like, skill, the skill stat is just very important.
0: Yeah, like, it makes sense. Like, uh, if you shoot from far away, uh, you'd better be accurate. And, yeah, I, I guess, uh, yeah, and, and uh, like, Hanzaki is, uh, can shoot at a great distance. He, he's got, I guess, more try-on but mm. uh, uh but, but it's a bit less accurate than than Tomer.
1: yeah Kazama ranking above Reiji in terms of command is i think is pretty notable we always kind of think of Reiji as kind of a a fairly mentorly figure uh within within the border a
0: rankers and it also shows how how much like uh, Kazama's character kind of evolved for, from the like the beginning of the series because like mm. in the battle against Jin, it was definitely uh, like uh, Tachikawa be, being like the general commander, mm. while um, no, while well, in the fight against uh, Gatlin and um, and the rest of the yeah and the Ratarikov, like uh, Kazama was definitely uh, uh, the commander at this point. Mm.
1: Yeah guess for the overall category uh yeah if, if rindo ever dons a trigger again we're in for a heck of a battle
0: mm, yeah yeah wow uh, wow um Asuma is definitely a dark horse i <laughs> i didn't expect him there um
1: i i can definitely see it given how overwhelming his stats are in the um in the b rank section like it, it makes a lot of sense to me
0: yeah so uh, still like above shinoda and stuff yeah i guess all right, moving on to the fighting power of the black trigger users. So this is going to get a big, bit awkward, but because like in the next section we uh, we have more notes on the black triggers themselves. <laughs> uh, but I guess what I can say before is like it's quite a side how exactly gin parameters change with Fujin, uh, like how he mm. smokes that, that uh, attack, uh, the tryon and attack difference.
1: Yeah, no, black triggers are. We haven't actually had a chance to see them until now because Yuma's is still shrouded in mystery um, in terms of stats. So, yeah, it's a lot.
0: Also, th- equipping fucking Fujin increases special ta- tactics. Oh, my <laughs> God, my God, what a useless fucking stat. It, it just, it says nothing about your abilities. It just says uh, what fucking triggers you have equipped. God.
1: Uh, I think we, in terms of um, ammo, Obviously, his is still a secret as well, but it's interesting that his dump stat is command. Like, it's very low. Perhaps the one thing keeping him in, ch- in check is a lack of any kind of desire or skill to use his powers for, like, his own gains, for, like, selfish means.
0: Yeah, he, he's definitely a bit of a shut-in. We are, Like, we don't see him, like, anywhere apart from when Kido drags him out of his room to, to use his side effect.
1: Hmm. And yeah, that's all my notes on the Black Tricky users.
0: Alright, so now we get to the Border Development section proper, and then we're going to take a look at the section called Neighbor Special Management Office, where we recap the characters from the other worlds. Uh, starting uh, with the Border HQ facility,
1: I don't know why I never saw the imagery of a castle in it before, and I like that it's uh, it's described that way. It it parallels nicely with the neighboring worlds.
0: Hmm. Yeah. De- yeah. Definitely. We do have like buildings like that in Poland. Uh, like uh, like kind of just one bit is is stylized to, to look like a castle tower. Hmm. In real life, it lo- looks a bit shit to, to be honest, but still. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The war room really needs to invest in multiple monitors. Like, switching between the battle map and the on the scene action is very inefficient.
0: What are you guys doing? Uh, why don't you just uh, take, uh, take the fucking extra monitor from OG's room if he doesn't have any use on, uh, for it? Fucking hell. <laughs> Um, right, so then there's the sniper training facilities, uh, so, like, uh, given how few of the agents are actually are snipers, it's surprising how much of the base is de- dedicated towards them. Yeah, it's
1: fucking big. Other things, like, it's, this was somewhat established in the Galapoland arc, obviously, but the hangar being the takeoff zone and the very heart of the base does show how crucial the expeditions are to just the entire operation. I also never really thought about how the c rank lobby is very open. Like, it seems to be very, very normal for high-ranked agents to use it to spar, despite primarily being used for trainees.
0: That makes sense, but uh, I-, I suppose I thought about it as, like, just solo, solo rank wars room, really. Yeah. So, then we go to um, um, de- uh, the Border Research and Development file,
1: it seems that the outer walls of the HQ, they, de- they describe that the outer walls of HQ are being made of Trion. This makes me wonder if maybe the inside is made out of actual earth materials, like it's sort of armament around the base and not the entirety of it.
0: Yeah, I was actually wondering if like, there is a difference between trine bodies agents have and trion structures, and doesn't really seem like there is. Yeah. So yeah, an artificial body made of Trion utilised by both neighbours and border agents It uh, re- receives uh, no damage from, almost no damage from any attack that isn't made with Trion. So uh, does that mean that, uh, like, when during the Rank Wars, Yuma catapulted debris or cars at his opponents, uh, they only hurt the foes because they were made of Trion? Like, because of the they were part of the simulation? I guess maybe these tactics wouldn't work as well in the real world.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um... Yeah, that's probably it. It will be interesting to see if Ashihara ends up walking that back when we get to future neighbor encounters. We'll have to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it, it definitely kind of limits him since like it uh, uh he, uh, he can only do uh encounters that that just that interesting. Uh, then there's the Tryon organ, the Tryon gland, an invisible organ located ne- uh, beside the heart. Wait a minute, where is my heart? Actually, wondering if like is it intangible as well as invisible? Like, like hmm. what is the narrative purpose of like uh, uh, the trion organ being invisible anyway? I guess it's a reason why it hasn't been discovered before. But like, can you just say people's bodies work differently in this universe and be done with it?
1: I guess they kind of wanted to make Trion seem like something really, really special when when Ashihara was first introducing the series. But obviously now it's just a very matter of fact part of the world. So that maybe wasn't necessary?
0: Mm, Yeah, Uh, I feel like this um, explanation kind of just needlessly complicates things, but yeah, Mm. it's a minor note. That's all for this page.
1: Yep, same. So we got the section on the actual trigger, and kind of seeing the trigger actually broken down into its mechanical parts, like with the trigger holder that you open and the little chips that you add inside, it does make me think seeing what a DIY trigger would look like would be really interesting. Uh, as opposed to this very uniform design we have here,
0: I guess it would be interesting. I guess I was right in my assumption that that uh, the main and sub triggers, like reference hands, mm. like it, it. It's weird though, since like some triggers, like shield or grasshopper, can even be activated by a, like a leg or a stump, and rifles require the like the physical use of both hands. I guess it's mm. like, more so symbolic than literal. Yeah. I guess my last note from this is that uh, this page made me learn what substrate means.
1: Hmm. I remember learning a word here as well, but I can't see
0: It's, it's a, at the bottom, like, uh, a, a beside, a beside chip. Uh, like, uh, though they are called chips, these are um, a trigger's true form. In a border agent's normal trigger substrate,
1: ah, uh, all together,
0: eight a, a chips are set in the main and sub. Cool,
1: yeah. No, um... Yeah, though, no, that is that is a new word, <laughs> for sure.
0: Dom trigger and sub trigger. Anyway, <laughs> uh, from this, shall we move on to position?
1: Yes. I don't really have much to say on, on this besides, I wonder where exactly the trappers are, like, physically positioned in the B-rank wars. I'd assume they'd have to be on the field, but we never see one in action there,
0: so it's unclear. Yeah, I guess they have, like, positions similar to- Snipers? uh, Snipers, yeah. Yeah, this page is basically all we know, although it's a shame that that there isn't a section for scouts. Uh, Like, I'd like to know what that one member of Category Squad does. Hmm. From my trigger set, I I guess it's similar to what trappers do. Anyway.
1: Yeah, that's everything from this page for me. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. So we get two different weapons. Yes. Uh, so the first, we we've got the attacker triggers, Kagetsu, along with Senku and Genio, uh, Scorpion and Raygust. As I think I mentioned before, I, I thought that Genio, I thought that, like, Yone, I, I, I thought that, that that he, like, had, like, basically a scorpion on a stick. Mm. This is, like, the what the visual language of the blade with the, with the hole in it uh, is for me. But, but mm. I guess, yeah, uh, it's a kugetsu rather. Yeah,
1: he, he low-key cheats the rigidity of a Kigetsu, Kigetsu, but I guess the inability to change the blade size is what allows this flexibility. Like, he's got a very small amount of blade to work with.
0: Yeah, like, we talked about it in one of the Q&A sections, but, yeah, it's it, like, in its base form, right? I guess it's just a worse version of Kigetsu. Like, what, why would anyone make this? Okay, <laughs> like I guess sometimes Osama can use it for cutting, but still. Mm, yeah. I wish they wrote a bit more about its knife form, to be honest. So like, the one that Reiji just threw at Visa once. And, mm. uh, like, I think it was, it was used uh, by someone else as well once. So, uh, like, yeah. it was the one that Reiji just used for punching. Um, yes, sometimes this data book just provides the obvious information to me while omitting the details I would actually be interested in.
1: Yeah so that's everything for that page there's a section on gunner triggers hound is being used more for disturbances and diversions where the bullet speed interferes with guidance um is an interesting one and why it's not used all the time basically with, with that that's a point
0: yeah there's that, that, actually a really useful note uh, like even in the battles of uh, ninamiya where hound was really important that we don't uh, learn about the two types of guidance. We we do learn about like uh, like the different levels of guidance, though. Mm,
1: yeah, I think Osamu getting good at Viper would be an improvement for him that wouldn't run counter to his like existing strengths as a combatant. I think.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I
1: think it would be something you'd have to do slowly, but it would be cool.
0: it's actually i have to read. I don't know what, what this is referring to. So the. The triggers that guns and shooters use are bullets, compared to attackers, the power is weak, but the consumption of tryon is heavy. Uh, but the range is longer than attackers, using the regular bullets and special bullets separately, according to the situation, and take control of the battle. Oh yeah, the, uh, this is also something that like wasn't explained in the narrative itself, but also makes me want to... Uh, on that, one that there would be parameters for gunner weapons, just like there were for attacker triggers, it, it, it would just be easier for, uh, to compare just how weaker the, they are. I wasn't actually sure how many like forms gun weapons took, but uh, it's good to know that, 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 that like usually they are just a st- standardized too. Uh, I guess that there's more like like Kita has a grenade launcher, but I guess that's maybe a perk of being a former A-rank that he got back when he was demoted. Yeah.
1: I'm noticing the more, <laughs> in increasing amounts of just podcasts we do, a lot of my hypothetical theories are, but what if Chica had this trigger? Because it's like, oh, but what if, like, the insane well of power was able to use this? What would it look like? <laughs> We'd get the big nuke attack. So so an earlier one was, what if Chica had, like, a black trigger? And here, are like, what if Chica had... What sort of composite bullets would be really effective with her? Like... What about like meteor and meteor? <laughs> uh, Gimlet's kind of amplifies asteroid, um, so I wonder if like what her doing the same thing with meteor would look like. Um, obviously, it would be a very inaccurate like shot that she'd have to use carefully. But
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I actually thought that the, the like at first meteor was like the most powerful one since it causes big explosions, but I guess it's just like the scope of the m- damage, like the range. Mm. Uh um, uh, like the radius of it—that's special about it. And yeah, uh, with composite bullets, uh, yes, a very important note. Izumi also dons giant titties like Ninomiya d- uh, does. They also seem to be doing the gainex bounce. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, we also see like planting a lead bullet on the ground and setting it off is necessary. Um, is lead a common thing? A lead bullet's a common thing to be used for trappers, or is it maybe more of a shooters thing since that's how Osamu left asteroids in place for the Katori squad in the match with them and Kakizaki squad.
0: Uh we definitely haven't uh, haven't seen it used by we haven't seen it used in any trigger says that the trappers have so so that's mm. one thing. Yeah, uh, I I guess the only uh, the, the only ones that uh, that tend to use it I think are like Chika, uh Yuma in his black trigger form uh, like in the form of Anchor and um, and, and Miwa himself. I don't know if I uh, if I saw anyone um, else from the agents uh, from like the agents that we haven't uh, seen used there. Mm.
1: And yeah, my last note on gunner triggers is that the gun the 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 gun trigger is subtle spell. The asteroid is quicken spell. The sniper is distance spell. <laughs> the lead bullets are the are the spell slow. Uh, Star maker is the spell guiding bolt. Uh, em- Meteor is empowered spell. Viper is heightened spell. And hound is seeking spell. This is my example of what D and D spells and source and meta magic uh, the the triggers are. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Should we just at, at some point like release a one shot uh, of like. Uh, well, trigger flavored five uh, uh, E session.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll write up a a, a basic. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll write up a basic uh, outline. I guess <laughs> we'll see.
0: <laughs> All right, I, I've got a note on gimlet. I I do like how um how they just focus on armor piercing capability uh, of it, since otherwise it would be just wow. We combine two strong bullets to make it an even stronger bullet. How special. <laughs> So Tomahawk is, like, quite an interesting way to, to combine uh, those triggers as a surefire victory. And I feel like with Nasu herself, uh, like, uh, something important to know that might be this opportunity. Like, by, by the possibility of Nasu creating a composite bullet at all, she's basically controlling the flow of the battle, since, like, if the opponents give her a moment to breathe, she, she will just create Tomahawk and murder everybody. Come to think of it, like, the wire strategy wouldn't work on Nasu at all. Mm. And Star So, so this has been only used on Enadora the Explorer. I think I'm uh, baffled that like an uh, that like A rank squads don't use it more against Kazama Squad. Like, uh, like it basically renders the the strats useless after one one attack, right? Hmm.
1: Yeah. No. That that should that seems to be their silver bullet on paper.
0: We've seen a lot of A rank squads uh, keep like one free slot open. Then I mean, maybe they they just freeze uh uh um. Uh, yeah, just grab uh, uh, the. Just, they just grab that. Mm, yeah. Uh, so next page.
1: Uh, it's on sniper triggers, right? mm
0: mm-hmm, Mhm, that's right. Uh,
1: yeah, not too much I have to say here. Lightning being used for Chica's lead bullets was definitely a hell of an exploit. Hmm.
0: So it, it's good to know that. Uh, like the the difference is, and um, hang on. Uh, no, I need to first read the note on this. Uh, so the triggers that snipers use are uh, guns themselves compared to the uh, gunners. Yeah, this is uh, one thing I was wondering about. A uh, large amount of try is used up in one shot. So rapid firing does not work, but it has a far longer range and attack uh, uh, and higher firepower. Okay, so, so yeah, the, the, this, is, this is definitely something that I was wondering about. Like, what's the advantage of sniping over uh, just like being a uh, long range... Uh, mm, uh, uh, like just being a long range uh, shooter or gunner, which definitely seems to be like, um, more overwhelming in battle. Uh, but but yeah, I, I guess that this uh makes total sense. Um, they they have more attack power, and um, I did wonder why the weapons are guns while shooters have bullets, but I I guess the trine shells are constructed for entirely different purposes. Hmm. Even though the egret is the most balanced, it also kind of seems badly balanced, to be honest. Like, if the range is high with it, uh, like, why is the speed so high? Uh, isn't the general strategy to, like, not get noticed uh, with, uh, uh, with it? Like, uh, you should just switch to lighting if, if someone gets up close.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's an odd combo.
0: Then we have the uh, defense triggers. Do you have any notes on those?
1: Yes. So, um, seeing the vision-obscuring downside to Excudo taken full advantage of in a future battle would be quite welcome i think um facts like someone being like okay they're they're, de- they're defended but they don't know what i'm doing so i can do some really um screwy shit while they're blocking me
0: hmm <laughs> uh, the the description of switchbox makes makes me actively angry at it like it what really do you mean it-, t- <laughs> it does not tell us much <laughs> It can make, uh, um, it can do many things depending on the situation. Give me some fucking specifics. Prove you have some bloody worth, the border briefing file. Give me something I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's the Tamakoma branch, specially made triggers.
1: The inefficient Trion output of Sogetsu is the thing I mentioned earlier, which I think explains why it's advantageous for Konami to be so mobile. Like, she needs to be able to get around quickly in order to get sufficient use out of it. Um, this isn't really been spotlighted at all in the battles we've been shown with her, though. Uh,
0: all of those things are basically like, after triggers, is, uh, the, like, the, they have? They are very powerful, but they have very specific and, uh, and have one purpose, and all of those are basically like a power boost that deplete a lot of tryon. Mm. Next.
1: Yeah, we got the section on option triggers. Chameleon can't activate simultaneously with other triggers. A good, a good, clear downside. The teleporter still sounds OP as hell, though. There's not really many downsides to this.
0: Yeah, I kind of retract my dis- defense fr- from like the volume three recap. Uh, I thought that the, this was th- teleporting like a short distance, but apparently it's like tens of meters, and that's mm. quite a lot. Uh like maybe it consumes a lot of trying. I I guess that would make sense since like otherwise Kitora would be using it as well. Hmm. Next.
1: And uh after that we've got the segment on black triggers. Uh where the inability to bail out to bail out uh means that in a match with a user, if that user is eliminated, they are stuck on the field. Uh is is something uh is something that's sort of interesting to note
0: mm yeah yeah the uh, that was definitely part of it and and why for, for example Miwa uh waited until the last minute to uh to use fujin in the uh uh like in the in the large scale invasion Hmm. any Fujin notes well
1: uh, well i've i've actually got more on just the black the, the base black trigger thing where the fact that the will of the trigger user like d de- of no the will of the trigger determines who can use it Uh, leaves Yuma's trigger in a very interesting position. So, because it could be that his father only wants him to use it, but we could also get a later reveal or something, maybe in a a flashback with with, um, Yugo sort of talking to border people or something, that, like, it could be that he wants people who earns Yuma's trust to be able to use it in emergencies. So we might see other characters that um, maybe one of the other Tamakoma members use it at some point.
0: Uh, That's a nice theory. Yeah, you really want uh, you really want this boy fucking dead, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is that is the uh, that is the downside.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean there was also before the Fujin. There was also a section on side effects. Um, I, wait, hold on, was there? Am I making this up? Let me have a look at this.
0: I think that's later. What? Why is? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's after the side effects. It's after oh. the black triggers. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, nothing on Fujin, then. All right, I've got nothing on Fujin uh, uh, as well. You're not interesting to us, Jin! <laughs> so we've got the title unknown, uh, Black Trick, which is Yuma's. This is this is a perfect transi- transition since we were just talking about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have any other notes on it.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, we haven't really seen it in action in a while, so I have completely forgot that, that like, it's... Uh, uh, like, it, its activation looks like the Genshin Impact UI. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, copy Ninja much? How much do, do you think he looks like David Bowie? <laughs> I do have a bit of a question that, that I kind of answered with the later notes. So so, uh, so this is, uh, this concerns, like, overlapping and composite seals. Uh, Yuma has a bunch of seals uh, that he can use, which he copied for, from, like, other triggers he, uh, he noticed. He uses overlap to uh, to improve uh, his seals to uh to like make make basically uh them more powerful, and he like uh uses composite seals to to like combine them with each other like like the way composite bullets work. Does he overlap actually anything else apart from boost? Uh, was my mm. question because boost is usually used uh to, to like make anything uh anything else from his um from his uh composite seals stronger, but uh, then. Like the uh, the shield description kind of answered that question. Uh, it says by using the overlap seals, the area of defense widens, and a composite seal with boost uh, enhances defensive power. So, so I guess if you want a yeah. concentrated one, uh, then, then then you uh, use boost. Uh, if you want a wide one, you uh, uh, you overlap shield. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then obviously there's also the the fact that um, bolt used together with other seals uh, can. ...that uh, can reach, that can make it so that they reach opponents far away uh, with their effect.
0: Alright, so side effects?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's one thing that struck me here is that Enidorad. ...there's a likelihood that he couldn't be questioned using Kikuchihara's side effects... ...since, you know, we don't know if the biological makeup of Trion soldiers... ...has anything resembling a conventional circulatory system. Probably not, they seem to be kind of robots...
0: So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now that I think about it, why was he brought in uh, at that point in the first place? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, gu- I guess just to see, like, his uh, reactions or something. Mm. I, f- I forgot, that, um, I forgot that, that it was, like, Hugo who or- originally saw through people's lies and then Yuma inherited it through the Black Trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, not originally Yuma's. Uh, Then there's the ranking of the side effects. I wish we kind of had this for everyone. Like, which categories do you think Chika, Yuma, and that uh, Galapodish operator Yomi would be in?
1: I feel like Yomi would probably be in Special Constitution. I'm not sure whether Chika would be that or Enhanced Senses.
0: What does Special Constitution even mean? I, uh... I wonder. Don't get how Kagura sensing people's negative of, of vibes like counts as constitution.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, it's a weird. It's a strange word to use. Um, I guess it, just kind of think of it as sort of the. Yeah. No. Actually, I've got nothing. I don't. I don't get it.
0: Uh, I guess maybe it's a translation issue, or, or maybe mm. someone will correct us in the comments. Please, please maybe. do. So yeah. Yotaro's ability was confirmed. He he does communicate with animals. Like mm. if it's written twice, it must be true.
1: Yeah, even outside of his uh, self, you know, um, autobiographical section.
0: <laughs> uh, so then there's the training project for those compatible with Fujin.
1: Yes, and oh, bless the heavens! I have a what if character used thing screen nuke thing that doesn't involve Chica because what if Ikoma got Fujin? That sounds <laughs> insane.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, please, Ashihara, we need to see the glory of Ikoma using Fujin, please. <laughs> Next. Okay, so moving on to the section on the neighborhood.
1: So, yeah, we have, we start off with the neighborhood express report, uh, where the eternal Nights highlights the lack of stars. So I wonder if... The planets have some other means of generating natural light in the neighbourhood, like maybe like a tech, or maybe a kind of glowing rock or something, Uh, or maybe light just works differently here because they're made up physics and you can do what you want.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, um, a a try on a wizard did it, that's the explanation.
1: (laughs) So it mentions that trigger horns change the amount and nature of a person's Trion as they grow. Um, I, th- I have to imagine that Osamu getting implanted with these somehow would really please a bunch of the fandom. Like, oh, his Trion can finally grow! <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> uh, I, do, I do actually have, like, a very long note on Avto. so... Okay. Uh, so, so um, it being, like, the kingdom of God, I feel like that this is a good point to, to like, bury... The after a joke, but because like a, 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 I feel like a joke based on ignorance worse than after a while. Um, I've been recently uh, listening to the history of Byzantium podcast by Robin Pearson for a while, and it h- hits me that hmm. Oh yeah, like if you spell uh, if you spell the, the name of this country like with a V, autokrator, um, and then wrote it in Gre- in the Greek alphabet, it would basically. Uh, give us the word for the eastern roman emperors in constantinople uh, like hmm. you, you know autocrat as in autocracy oh that's cool oh uh, which if after is meant to be based on byzantium like the parallels are very interesting um hmm. like uh, he uh, it's here named the kingdom of god like in the real world like it's just des- uh, it's uh, was desperately desperately trying to get hold of the church authority in the, like, the constant constant rivalry with uh, Rome and the popes, then uh, of course it's a dying empire on the decline, struggling to stay Mm. relevant, uh, struggling to revive. Um, Mm. And then, like, uh, the architecture and the feudal system seem to draw an interesting parallel to medieval times as well, so uh, like, if not to Byzantium itself. I'll be interested (sighs) to, like, see how much the parallel continues. Like, uh, in the meantime I'm happy to call Heinrein a Stratigos as he is one of the nation's main generals. Mhm.
1: I have to wonder if golden baby bird was used in the fist translation instead of golden chick purely because of how heavily associated with the slang word for woman uh, the latter of the two is although it is a bit of an outdated one.
0: I <laughs> uh, I do uh, I do like uh I uh, I I do like uh High Reign's uh <laughs> High Rain's description Materializing out of the neighborhood in the search for baby chicks. Oh no, no. <laughs> what are you? A a shonen jump author? Uh, don't you mean heroine? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I, 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 I I think it's ha- a h o i n. Yeah.
1: Um so like one more note on actual on after Krator. um I just found it a bit weird. What does "suzerain nation mean
0: um oh, um, oh uh we've actually got the uh, Polish words uh, for it like which is suzerain uh, it, it means it means like a lord or a monarch it's uh, as, uh so, so like there's uh, suzerain and th- there's vassal uh, suzerain ah. and vassal that, that uh, that's the uh, dichotomy. Okay.
1: And yeah, now I'm good to, to move into High rank if you've got no more stuff.
0: So these triumph parameters are fucking huge. Like, uh, I've actually got a bit of a theory on it. Like, looking at some of these figures, I, I wonder if, like, there must be uh, some sort of role of the world, like preventing a black trigger from becoming the mother trigger. Like, after hmm. all, if the figures are similar similar to chicas, doesn't, like, sacrificing yourself and pouring your whole being into a try tri- trigger produce the- these figures already yeah unless and here we enter the theocrafting realm um uh, maybe like the god uh slash mother triggers are black triggers like but black triggers of people who already had like trying as high as chicas like maybe uh if chica became a black trigger the the try the try parameter uh, would like be several hundred or something like uh uh s- suppose like uh um, a general combatant has, like, an average shrine of five, and maybe, like, if you multiply it by eight, uh, b- because, like, an average black trigger is around 40, Like this would check out, so... Uh, um, yeah, so th-
1: basically multiply her trigger amounts by putting her, giving her a black trigger, and um, having her, that th- that be the god
0: trigger. Yeah, so, so I- I- if Chico would work as a god trigger, maybe, like, a god trigger would have to have a parameter of, like, three hundred and four my god
1: yeah uh (laughs) that's a lot um so i think i got from this so Hyrain is the strongest in defense support and a general all-rounder and he has the second highest stat total of the crew Mm. whereas moira obviously has the highest highest mobility since you know portals Mm mm-hmm
0: uh, yeah, surprisingly, she doesn't have the highest special tactics. Uh, that that crown goes to uh, what's his face? It's Enadora the Explorer. Uh, Enadora the Explorer, yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: yes, uh, and his Treon and defense support are also pretty admirable. I mean, look at looking at fucking Visa's stat block. Holy holy moly! Because <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah. generally speaking, I've, I've had using gin wielding. F- f- Fujin as the barometer for these uh and he's got an edge on most after members after members except for visa
0: yeah yeah it's interesting that the, like him and hughes has have such emphasis on skill it it would also uh like they've got higher skill than uh all of the other um uh, all the other after combatants and uh yeah um, so in Hughes's case, it uh, makes sense, uh, uh, like uh, um, how given how multi-purpose his trigger is, and also like his skills being so even, uh, but also uh, him having so much a- a emphasis on on skill itself, mm-hmm. it kind of mirrors like being an apprentice to Visa.
1: It also like these entries definitely throw into context of like how powerful is Yuma's black trigger, or is it the fact that he used it. With a lot of ingenuity is that kind of an element to how how he got the um the upper hand over visa Hmm, definitely uh, obviously we don't we don't have
0: any stats for it yet um Visa looks much older than sixty six wouldn't you say
1: i mean I feel like so many world trigger characters are like you could you could age them up and I'd believe it <laughs> I guess they wanted to have him feasibly be a combatant, so they didn't want to get him into pensioner years,
0: but yeah. (laughs) I do like Hughes likes being loyal, and Mm. (laughs) have we ever seen him draw pictures? Uh, Is this a sign of him that that he still hides from Border?
1: Yeah, he's another all-rounder, mostly in defense support, and I like the strong mobility that accounts for his wings. Um, I find it interesting that, despite Rambo9's whole thing being jetting around, Ramba's only one point higher than Hughes' mobility rise, or, like, two, maybe? Like, he's not that much above him.
0: Yeah, yeah, Uh, he's, like, 15, Uh, Hughes is 13, uh, although I guess uh these parameters are kind of spoiling us since uh as as, as as since like a 1.2 difference is already a lot in in like uh, uh a ranks or b ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I do like um uh, the description uh, uh back in Hughes's page shoots out fragments right, uh, like a railgun a certain hits that uh, heals the the enemy's movement um a certain scientific canadian <laughs> <a>, everyone anyone <laughs> Uh, and, and Adora, uh, uh so Enadora's likes uh, I do like the idea that the Afto crew like filled out some paperwork before signing up to the military and uh, then like Enedora uh, put in his likes taking arbitrary action and his superiors were like hmm, yes, yes and, and the, uh, the, that checks out we, we, we do want that we, we do want that in an army, yes Oh.
1: Ah, uh, see. I like uh, tampering the stuff. Taking arbitrary action that could endanger my crew. And apples. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect apples. Oh my god. <laughs> I-, I learned that. I learned today what a uh, uh, rakshasa is. I- I- I'm butchering that, by the way. I, I didn't. Mm. Lo- I not know the pronunciation. I. I. But I did learn that that it's a man-eating, shape-shifting creature from hindu mythology which is what uh, hmm. rambonine is compared to so Nito.
1: lots of interesting um cultural references in this in this section of the, the bbf mm-hmm. i think uh, likes formidable opponents meat and alcohol uh this rambonine is warrior man mcbarbarian to a t this guy and iskandar from fate zero would get along handsomely
0: <laughs> definitely definitely uh, uh, um, and he has- <laughs> would, uh, would Enidora be uh, be like his waver or would that be hmm
1: I mean Enidora is a bit of a, an El Meloy really he's a bit of a Kaineth <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah and also Ramba has better attack than all besides Reza besides Visa though he's still shy of Jin, who's at a 24
0: hmm yeah yeah Oh uh, wow! Um, I I guess th- th- this is with a, this is with a normal uh, Albite uh, like horn trigger. So yeah, mm. uh, Albite, not Albite. What am I talking mm. about? Then there's uh, Galapoland. Not not many notes on them since uh, since like uh, um, since like it it still was the start of the of the appearance when uh, when BBF was being compiled.
1: It was still, it was clearly written with the half-finished arc in mind.
0: Uh, I guess the only thing of note to me is why Yomi isn't being shown with an with operator parameters. I know he can technically count as a combatant, but I would like to see how much through the roof his par- parallel processing is due to his side effect.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, their scores are pretty on par with A rank agents. I am just realizing how skewed that potential. Gatlin versus Rama matchup we got in an earlier and A segment once. like I, pay- I came to back for Gatlin, but no he'd be he'd be screwed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then there's like, um yeah, and neighbors in general do uh, do not seem to prioritize range, uh, do they? I, I guess Gamit no. um, said that, that element of com- combat most of all, yeah, uh, this is perhaps like the undoing as the army of Idras is completely demolished by sniper fire.
1: Um, Ratarakov's command, being just shy of Gatlins, is a nice touch. He's tied with Koskaro, but yeah, I like the fact that kind of it's subtly implying that, like, this guy does have some leadership abilities, just he's not that experienced compared to the veteran fighter.
0: Yeah. Then there's the serious trigger user who doesn't, mm. uh, who does not want uh, want to go on a date with us. Uh, no date. Um, which, uh, which I, is I actually a have I actually have one more
1: um, on Galapoland, uh, which is that uh, Reggie has the weakest stat put total because, of course, <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. Uh, so, so yeah. Th- then there's the um, th- then there's the um, unknown um, unknown mysterious trigger user. Uh, who was shrouded in mystery um i do hope that they are not armo but uh, uh, but uh, I, I do maybe hope that armo has a very similar trigger to them so when it's finally mm. finally revealed uh, this will maybe have some payoff yeah anything else on those two pages
1: nope so i didn't realize the rads passively gathered treon for gates from civilians whenever they're deployed that's a nice little feature
0: Oh, yeah, I think that, that was a, a disc, uh, discussed in the volume itself. I, for one, forgot mm. that that's like Bamster was specifically designed for capture.
1: Hmm, yeah. I do find the amusing nature of the wording, like, expecting you to refer to the, cap- the caption underneath the banders. Because if you're just reading it on its own, it's like, that bombardment. <laughs> and it's like, oh, which bombardment? That one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I thought that uh, for the longest time, like, a banter is like a miniature bamster, whereas it's, like, mm. much more mu- multi-purpose uh, as a canon. When it comes to the Ilgars, why the fuck do- don't Ilgars guard the weak points before they enter a self-destruct mode, and o- only once they do that? Uh, this seems like a bit of a design flaw, to be honest. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you're blown up anyway. Why bother why bother hiding a weak spot? But hmm. uh, I I guess I guess so that they can deal the maximum amount of damage possible
0: before they're taken out. I suppose. Then there's Bado, uh which I I forgot they even existed. Hmm, So, what are they even called in the Viz release?
1: I don't know. I I'm not sure. The entry for Rabbit. Uh,
0: actually, actually uh, can I have <laughs> well, yeah. a, a uh, Oh yeah, one? you go. One more note on uh, on on Bado. Mm-hmm. As, as so um, as they are featured in this page, I kind of thought that they uh, they they were just sound effects, uh, but maybe uh, maybe that's why I forgot about them.
1: <laughs> yeah, no fair. I, I, I get that they look like the all. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then yeah, with the with the rabbit, uh, it probably could have been listed as combat as well as tree on capture, since you have entries
0: like the Bander that are multiple different purposes. Definitely. I did forget the rabbits can fly. Uh, my god. Rabbit's OP. And then my final note
1: is DOGU! <laughs> just DOGU. That, that's it. Yeah, just
0: DOGU. All right. Uh, and I guess uh, I guess my, my last note is that Hydra should be read exactly like Hydra, but dropping the H. So, so it's basically a, a Cockney Hydra.
1: So it's not Idras Elba,
0: right. <laughs> Oh, uh, actually, uh, Hydra is is from Greek mythology, and 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 he, uh, like we've got, uh, I guess get, uh, Gallipola, kind of some names uh, give me Greek vibes, and the, then, uh, uh, and then like after Cretor is Byzantium. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess that is going to do it on the third episode of our Border Briefing File Recap and this episode of Doctor Face Iris to boot so you can listen to us on so many podcast hosting sites. Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know what, wherever you listen to podcasts, I, I should just uh, say whatever everyone else doing the, uh, doing podcast says. Uh, Patreon.com slash Cheddar is where all the links are. Everything is in the pinned post. That is also what helps me pay the bills, so if you want me to devote more time to making the show better, consider supporting me there. In return you can get your name in the YouTube credits, or a World Trigger Duckface avatar, plus you can help me reach more ambitious goals like reviving World Trigger Bridged. Uh, remember that much like the neighbourhood, the YouTube algorithm is a dark abyss of sorrows and woes from which channels like these never surface. and what helps us navigate it is liking, subscribing, and sharing the podcast with a friend. On the YouTube channel, and the same RSS feed. You can uh, get access to not only Duckface Diaries, but uh, Manga Mosaic, a collection of podcasts and video essays, other manga titles, short and long alike. On the same channel, you can find the introductory episode of Podcast Mon Adventures, our new retrospective where we cover the Pokemon special manga, ARC by ARC, along with the host of the Bing Ale pod, Henry Kathman. So, Hoven, where can people find you?
1: You can find me at Hoven with an H uh, on YouTube where you can find a variety of podcasts and meme videos that I have done quite a while ago now. Uh, The most recent one uh, being, or the most recent Hideaway episode being on Attack on Titan's ending, which is still not there yet for anime fans. (laughs) So I guess, I guess the, 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 uh, yeah, I, I guess that's just an evergreen topic for like three years in a row.
0: Oh yeah, that, that's re- that's still relevant. Yeah, you, you should like uh, p- p- put that out on Twitter because, <laughs> my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and once again, you can find all the links to uh, to that in the description uh, or in the pin post at Patreon.com/slash w- w- Wensleydale Dale Cheddar. Oh my God. Send us emails, questions, comments, suggestions at wednesdaydale 12 at Gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Duckface Diaries or individual twitters at Wensley Cheddar at Hoven with an H. A sincere thank you to Milo Jack Zillett, who composed our ending theme, an orchestral rendition of Girigiri, Giri, the first opening sequence for World Trigger. You can find his work at slash Milo Jack
1: And a sincere thank you to James the Welder for stepping in to edit this episode of Duff Face Diaries. He did a bang up job editing this pod, so definitely support his podcasting endeavors. You can find him on shows such as the Kicking Stones podcast, a fellow read through covering Dr. Stone, Deal with the Devils, a retrospective on Ice Shield 21. Yada yadda yada, a podcast about nothing, and of course he is a frequent guest
0: on the My Hero Academia podcast. Give his stuff a look, it's well worth it. And hopefully we will all see you in the next month with the next volume recap. So this was the third episode of the Border Briefing File Recap, and as always, it's time to bugger off!